About three years ago, I visited my two sisters who were living in New York City. And on Sunday, we attended Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. I was a deacon at the time, and I had the privilege of serving as a deacon at St. Patrick's Cathedral with Cardinal Dolan. When Cardinal Dolan, who is from St. Louis, discovered I was from St. Louis, he invited me and my two sisters to join him for a cup of coffee in the rectory there right after Mass. And so that morning, my two sisters, three sisters of life, and this wonderful older couple, and the Cardinal Archbishop of New York sat around his table and had coffee. It was an incredible experience. I would never would have thought in a million years I'd be having a cup of coffee with the Cardinal Archbishop of New York, but there we were. Afterwards, we're walking out, and I say walking, I felt like I was flying out of that rectory because it was just such a surreal experience to first of all serve Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral as a deacon and then to have coffee with the Cardinal Archbishop and for my sisters to be enjoying the whole thing. It was just wonderful. We weren't maybe a hundred feet out of the door when my sisters said something to me. They asked a question. And I was expecting this, right? But the question was not what I expected. They asked me, they said, Pat, why was that one sister so beautiful? And I didn't really know how to respond to that. I was like, well, what, what do you mean? They go, the younger sister, she was beaming. She was glowing. Now, over the course of the hour or so we had coffee there, that young sister, I don't think, said anything other than her name. And yet, she had left a searing impression on my sisters. And I said to my sisters, well, what do you think it is? Like, we don't know. She's not wearing makeup. She's wearing a religious habit in the middle of the island of Manhattan. And yet, she's one of the most beautiful women we've ever seen. And I said to, you, I said to them, that is joy. That is what joy does in our lives. Joy makes us radiant. Joy makes us impactful even if we don't say a word. Joy flows out from the very depths of our soul into our face, into everything we do. Now in the Christian understanding of joy, we can understand it in two distinct ways. One is the joy we get when we're in the presence of something good, beautiful, and true. The other kind of joy, and the joy that we experience that day at the table from that sister, is the joy that comes from the radiating and enduring of that good thing in our hearts. We possess it not because we want to use it, but because we love it. We recognize that it is good, and we cherish it and hold it in our hearts. And that love pours out everywhere. Now, to be a little more simplistic in the example, I think anyone who is married can understand this. The joy that you have in being with your spouse, the joy that you experience on your wedding day of being with your beloved, but also the joy you have in carrying the love you have for one another into the world. That you are hopefully a better husband and a better wife, a better man, a better woman, because of the love that you share with your beloved, even when you're not in their presence. Joy beams forth from within. When we have it, not so that we can possess it, so that we can use it, but so that we can simply enjoy it, love it, and share it with the world. In our readings today, we are given very clear instruction 
on how we are to grow in joy, encounter joy, to share joy. What does St. Paul say to us today? Oh, the beautiful line, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. But then he challenges us to be best friends with the Lord through prayer. That as Christians, we recognize that the greatest joy comes from relationship with God. And the foundation of that relationship, as it is with any relationship, is communication. Open, honest, vulnerable, consistent communication. We must be men and women of prayer if we are to know God's joy. The other we get from the Gospel today. John the Baptist challenges those who came to him and he challenges us today to first of all be authentic, to be integrated, to not take anything for granted and to not use any opportunity we have to exploit but to serve. So we are called to not only pray but to use the gifts we have in service to each other. The tax collectors and soldiers of the day were notorious for taking advantage of others because of their positions of authority. And what does John the Baptist challenge them to do? Stop doing that. Recognize there's a goodness in your job. Recognize there's something that you can be happy with and joy-filled that's not taking advantage, not earthly. When we do this, when we pray, when we live an integrated, authentic, charitable life of service, we are like a radioactive, joy-filled servant of God. Just like whenever there's been in our world a nuclear disaster or unfortunately a nuclear attack, the radiation pours forth to areas that were miles away from the epicenter. This is what happens when we are filled with joy. That it goes out uncontrollably. It changes the world in ways that we would never expect because what do we offer the world? Love, honesty, integrity, Christ Himself. Now you're probably saying maybe at this point in your life, well, I don't know if I've had joy in my relationship or my work or frankly any joy in a number of years. But again, this is the beauty of our faith, is that we find joy not in some esoteric thing, but in a person the person of Jesus Christ who is coming and who is already in this world. Jesus longs for you. Jesus desires to be in relationship with you. So if you're struggling for joy in your work, start your day, end your day in prayer or start your projects in prayer. Take a moment to recognize and to invite God in. If you're struggling for it in relationships, be honest, be vulnerable, have integrity, but also invite that person into prayer. If you're struggling in any other way, maybe a great way is to recognize an opportunity to serve. How can I be of greater service? How can I give the two cloaks I have or the extra food that I have or whatever it is to those who are in need? St. Paul says it. Beautifully. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. God who is infinite, God who is without bound, loves you. 
desires for you to know that love, desires for you to share that love. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice.